So I went to Texas A&M for my freshman year of college. And there were two things that I discovered that year that changed my life forever. One was Game of Thrones. The second was cannabis. <laughs> and bro, both of these things, both of these things were productiveness murderers. I was never less productive on my schoolwork at any time in my entire life than when I discovered Game of Thrones and when I started smoking weed. How, so how did you like how did you first like come in contact with like cannabis? What was like your first experience? Like did someone just say, hey, you wanna smoke? Or like So AM, it's in the heart of the heart of Texas, Brazos County, very, very white school, and I was in the honors dorm. There weren't a lot of other black people in my dorm. I was on the second floor. It alternated guys, girls, guys, girls. So the girls were on the first and the third floor. The guys were on the second and the fourth. Okay. I think I was the only black man on the second floor. There was only one other black person in my entire dorm building. Any other Latinos in there? I think there was a couple. There was a couple, but I wasn't nearly as tapped in as I am now, you know? I doubt it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm tapped in now. I don't know no, about no, no, that. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying oh. I doubt there was any other Latinos. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If anything, it was probably the same amount. Like, one. Probably. One per, yeah, per I wouldn't be surprised, bro, to be honest yeah. with you. I wouldn't be surprised. But, um, uh-huh. you go ahead, go ahead. And so on the fourth floor, there was just only one other brother. His name was Jeremy. And I guess, I don't know, brothers in Texas be real tight because... Jeremy knew my cousin from Texas, even though they didn't come from the same a- neighborhood. They knew of each other, you know? Yeah. Um. So, anyway, Jeremy and I connected, you know, the black effect. Hey, what's going on? Yo, hey, where are you from? X, Y, and Z. We should kick it. He taught me a lot about hip-hop. He put me on Jay-Z. He put me on lyricism. Put me on Gucci Mane. I, d- I understood. I was really, like, on, like, the nerdy underground hip-hop atmosphere, immortal technique, uh, MF Doom, a lot of the lyrical underground cats was what I was on. So Jeremy ruined you. In a sense, in a <laughs> sense, it took me a long time to take myself back out of that after I got introduced to... Yo, and I, there's, I think that's normal, though, like, for you to really... I remember even when we first started drinking, or, like, not even first started drinking, but we used to go out, like, crazy back in the day. Yo, we used to drink a lot. Yeah. So... Now I think about it, I'm like, yo, I can't do this shit every fucking weekend. I'm sorry, but I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it was because it was my first time doing it and having yeah. that experience, I went all the way in, bro, ten toes down. So Jeremy knew a little bit about weed. He asked if I smoked. I'm like, nah. I, I mean, I know about it, and I'm down to try. I'm always down for a new experience. But cannabis was very, very new to me, you know? He picked up a, it was like a 20 bag from a kid that worked, or he didn't work, he worked from the community college. His name was Andres. I still remember that. Okay. Shout out to Andres. Yo, he was the fucking, the plug. And he was like from Russia or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought like the 20 bags and sold us weed. And he would always pull up straight to the dorm, sell us a $20 bag of weed and dip out, you know? We went behind the pizza place and we smoked. Life changed. That almost know? seems like kind of iconic. It's like, yo, we went behind the pizza spot or like behind a burger joint and we smoked. Yeah, that, that's tight. I like that. Yo, I think about that pizza place all the time. It was so good. The The closest pizza place that we have over here is Tony's Pizza. I think this place is called Antonio's. Real, okay. It was a real pizza place. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, not, yeah. not like, oh, like Pizza Mania or yeah, some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like It was like an Italian kind of pizza spot. That's tight. Anyway, the second I started smoking weed, bro, Andres was at my, my dorm three times a week. 
And sometimes I wouldn't even go to class because I'm just getting high and reading Game of Thrones. You know, like, oh, fuck it. I set my own schedule, you know? Yeah. But yeah, just talking about how important the discipline of a schedule is, cannabis and this book erased my discipline. And it took me years to discover different tips and tricks to being productive, being productive to weave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's crazy. Yo, but before we go, because, yo, we're already getting into the bag. Let's give a shout out. Let's give a shout out to... New York, mm-hmm. give a shout out to Minnesota. I'm gonna let you give a shout out to your favorite. Oh man, so Ireland, big salute. You've been rocking with us for God knows how long. I just want you to call in, bro. Call into the show. We just got this new roadcaster, the this dope ass thing that I can plug my phone in now and we can shout out to your voicemails. Call in, bro. I, I wanna hear I wanna hear some Ireland love, man. Um, shout out to our international audience, Canada and Mexico. Everybody who's been rocking with us since 2017. And most of all, shout out to our sponsors, the ones who keep our pockets padded, keep the mics up here. They hold us down, man. That's the Green Grinders Club. Easily the most luxurious smoking accessories brand on the West Coast. Dessert. We started the club back in 2017 with the goal of breaking down stigma. Now you can too with our premium signature grinder. This is a four layer grinder with a Keef catcher. It's made of aluminum composite, super premium. And this baby is laser engraved with our GGC monogram. Get the perfect grind every time. So don't forget to head over to our website after listening to Outsmoking to greengrindersclub.com to pick one up, all right? Being productive, man. Let's talk about being productive. Yeah, tricks, man. Tricks to being productive. Smoking weed. I wish I had, as weird as it sounds, I wish I had experience with weed before college so that I, at least I knew how to handle the beast, you know, because the shit derailed my focus yeah. in a way that took me years to get back, you know? So, yo, you were saying he was at your dorm like three times a week and you were just... I was. I had to pick up, bro. I needed that Pineapple Express. He had different strains and stuff. The, the dorm always smelled like weed. Daniel would look at me all funny. That was my roommate, you know? Okay, okay. Um, so you used to smoke in your dorm and shit? You didn't give a fuck? I, I would smoke in the shower. I, I, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would smell, but he, he wasn't no snitch. I, I'm grateful for that, you know, but... He, Snitches get stitches. It's, real talk, real <laughs> talk. Uh, but he, he wasn't a snitch, but neither did he... After, after he discovered I was smoking, our relationship got a lot colder, you know? Like, he's like, oh, yo... I'm I'm focused. I'm here for fucking for school, school, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this nigga is on, you know. And sure enough, I wasn't there the next year, you know. I didn't learn any tips or tricks of being productive as a stoner, and so this is my chance to share what I've learned over this time with the next generation. So, to my young college cats who are smoking and thinking about skipping that class, don't do that. Tune in. Let me show you. Let me show you how the best do it. Why don't you start off with number one? Number one is use it as a reward when you hit checkpoints. And that's that's a big one. Yeah, I agree on that. Starting the podcast, we used to smoke a lot, and it was hard for us to even get the fucking mic stands up. You know, we we're just giggly, laughy. Oh, my God, my body's so heavy. Let's fucking take another dab. Yeah, we used to take like five, six, seven dabs, and by the time we wanted to start recording, it, it, was, it was difficult, man. Yeah, it was yeah. too late. Instead, set everything up, and then, oh, yo, let's have a quick joint before we get started because it's a reward for us getting that far, you know? And then challenge yourself. Push yourself a little farther the next time. All right, yo, 
we're going to smoke after our first episode, you know? Yeah. We're going to smoke after our second episode. And pretty soon, you're only smoking when you really need to and not because we want you to. You know what I mean? True. That's a major key, that I think. That is. That is. Next one is get busy first so that you have work momentum. I, okay, so to me, that doesn't apply. Like, I I can't. Like, even if I already, I'm already working, like, I, I, I get a little stuck when it comes to me smoking. Like, I, yeah, I eventually will start working again, uh, but I would rather just not. So for me, I guess this works a lot when I'm in a creative space, when I'm working on creative stuff. Yeah. Editing audio, editing video, drawing or some shit. I don't paint, but I would imagine it would work the same way, you know, where I'm like, okay, yo. I'll hit a little creative rut. When I write, I'll, I'll hit a creative rut. Fuck, the words aren't coming. Or what's the next edit? Sit there for a little while. Fuck it. Let me let me smoke a little half a bowl. I'll take two or three hits. I, I, I guess I have come to where, like, I'll sometimes, I won't have, like, that drive or that passion or anything really creative to, like, for our next ad or next thing that we're trying to create. And then I'll leave it on Photoshop blank, and then I'll come back, and I'm like, all right, I think I got this. But, and, and, yo, smoking does kind of create that. So smoking, for me, kind of shortens that time. You know, yeah. instead of leaving the computer and coming back, coming back I, I take my mind to Mars for two hits, and then when I come back, I've coalesced, and I'm looking at it in a new way, completely new way, you know? But my my work momentum it's got already, me there. It's already going. Nah, yeah, I, it's not the same for me. I, I'll come back, and I, I usually come back once the weed has gone down a little bit for me. And I think walking that line is a major key, bro. Yeah. Two hits. If you're taking more than two hits, you're getting high for a different reason, and you're not working anymore, you know? True, true. All I need is two exhales, and I need to get right back to it because I want the stimulation. I don't want the sedation, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 Major key, major key. Listen to the butt tender, bro. <laughs> What's next? Uh, so, it inspired creativity. Let me see. Um, smoke later. Yeah, smoke later. They all kind of flow together. If you're pushing when you smoke farther and farther out, instead of smoking at the very beginning and having it hinder you, get as much as you can, run down the hill with that momentum, and then smoke later on in your creative session. It's cool to have a creative session, but get as much done as possible beforehand. So if for whatever reason you get too stoned, fuck it. I already got this in the tuck, you know? Yeah, and I, I talked about this on an earlier episode of, I only really smoke at night now, you know, like uh, unless like it's the weekend and, you know, maybe we we're going to like a family event. I'll take a bowl right before leaving. But other than that, at the end of the day is my, my day, you know, like I'll in the mornings, I like to go to the gym, you know, start to think about, all right, what do we got to do? You know, get on the computer, send out emails and and you find yourself more productive. That yeah. Way, yeah. But that, and that's just me, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, and I've 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 come to these terms. As I've learned, yo, I'm not being productive. <laughs> so, yeah. It's major key, bro, major key. I, I don't know if I, I think I kind of sandwiched my productive time where I'll have my time at the beginning of the day, coffee and, and a joint or coffee and a blunt or something. Yeah. And at the very, very end of the day, as I'm enjoying my favorite show or something like that, let me get high as fuck and watch Star in the morning. Or let me get high as fuck and watch a podcast that I really like, you know? And ending it with some weed is really great. But in the middle, I do, I yeah, I try to postpone my consumption for as long as possible. Yeah, and it's different for everybody, man. So our next thing is lower potency stuff. Ooh, I approached this when we were talking about Wiz, but again, 
710 Labs grow some of the best weed on planet Earth. Yeah. If you let them tell it. And <laughs> you all, if you guys have heard me talk about 710 Labs before. You'll know what's up. If you know, you know. Yeah, if, if you know, you know. So some of their stuff is only like 16%, 14%. And people buy it anyway. Ayo, hey, this, this is gas. That Kimbo Kush, 16%. And on one hand, you got me all the way fucked up thinking I'm going to spend $80 on a 16% eighth. But on the other hand, the amount of elation, the amount of good feeling you can get without that cerebral kind of fucked up. Heavy high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a major key. Like smoking lower potency stuff can be just stimulating enough. You know, a little bit goes a long way. You can have three hits. You can have four hits. Uh, that part. You're doing it for a vibe. You're not doing it to get high, you know? Yeah. Yo, we even talked about how Green Dragon's Cushman's is is way too heavy, at least for me. You know, and I have to go with something lower for the same reason, you know, because yeah. otherwise I ain't doing shit for the rest of the day. I'm about to be singing that song by Afro Man. I was going to clean my room, but then I got high. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic, bro. <laughs> it is yeah, a classic. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then he, that song applies. He already knows about the productive struggle. Uh, yeah, he knows. Yo. Yo, he's like, at the end, I was going to sing this rap song, but then I got high. Yo. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see you. But uh, I bet you he didn't get high before he recorded that rap song. I bet you he probably smoked right after it. Oh, no, I never mind. He's Afro yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Um, Other is CBD. So try CBD. Cannabis is a diverse, diverse-ass plant, bro. Yeah. Delta 8, CBG, Delta 9, the classics. But CBD has flour that's really good feeling. I don't know if you've ever had a CBD joint or like a really great ratio joint. It makes you feel wavy, bro. It makes you feel conversational. A lot of the best parts of the cannabis experience, but without that cerebral punchiness where your tongue is falling over itself in your mouth or where you are losing track of your, of your thoughts. Like CBD is like the great equalizer, bro. And smoking, it's really nice. Really nice. To me, it was the one-in-one ratio, CBD and THC. Oh, yeah, you loved that, really. I really did love that shit for a cool minute. And, and But then I also started to realize that it still had too much THC, and I was just puffing this on a fucking daily all day long, and I wasn't getting much done. And so I had to cut that back, too. Yeah. And now I'm just sick to my flower. I think it might behoove you to try... I think Care by Design has something like an 8-to-1 or 18-to-1, where... The 18-to-1's wavy, bro. It's like a really bomb feeling, and it it's so gently psychoactive that you're like, am I high? You know, and speaking of that, though, like, my boy, he's been talking about wanting to get a Puffco. He's like, yo, I want a Puffco, I want a Puffco. And, but we talk about being productive, and mm-hmm. he's even talked about how he gets high sometimes, and, yo, he doesn't want to have to, like, go to work. Yo, he owns his own, like... Um, detailing car wash so he's his own boss you know if he doesn't want to go in he'll reschedule those bad boys and sometimes he's like yo i I just don't want to like do anything like sometimes i'm rescheduling just because and i'm like damn you're losing out on money just because you're getting way too high early in the day and then you're fucked you know yeah um and so when he was talking about oh i want to get a puff co i want to get a puff co yeah to tell um, him he sent me a picture and i was like nah bro don't do that i was like it's gonna get like wax is strong as fuck let alone if you're smoking flour. Like, you already said you can't handle the flour like that. Yo, don't do that shit. And he was like, yo, you're right. Um, He sticks to his tizzy. And even then, I'm like, yo, you're smoking all day. You got to stop that shit. Yeah. But everyone's their own, you know. Um, So, yeah. But next one I have is um, 
find a strain that's for you. Everybody has a strain that's for them, bro. Yeah. Whether it's Sour Diesel, Green Crack, Blue Dream, Cushman's. I really like me a good Cushman's, man. Like, Cushman's and Kush Cake right now are my personal favorites. But when you're smoking your shit, you can smoke, you can smoke as much. Because it gets you to your level, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sometimes I have weed that just makes you feel fucking good. For me right now, that's the 80s baby from Green Dragon. It's a sativa. And I don't smoke a lot of sativa, but... Yeah, that shit had me feeling elated, energetic. I love feeling that way, you know. And if you find the train that's for you, you can love feeling that way, and it makes you even more passionate about what you're doing. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm smoking my gas. Yo, let me go do some shit right now. You know, let me go. Let me go. I I think for me it'll have to be the pineapple fritz. Yo, that yeah, dude, that shit has you sprung. Bro. It it really does. Like I felt nice and. It felt nice to be that high and not get, like, any anxiety. So, to me, I was like, damn. I also haven't been smoking like that, but, fuck. I was like, okay, like, I feel good with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll feel that way again if I was to buy it again. So, I guess I I have to try that again and, and see if that's right for me. But have but even having it, like, set the vibe for you like that, it's like, oh, man, I might be able to work off of this, you know? Like, Most definitely, yeah. Because this shit works for me? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you also have Smoke Sativa. And you just actually just talked about that. Yeah, yeah you just said the 80s baby no joke. sativa, you know? Um, and I actually, we talked about this on the other episode of I have lowered my THC levels and lowering your THC levels of like 20%, typically more of your sativa because you're getting more of an energetic vibe instead of it's 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super heavy and people consider that an indica. Yeah, honestly, yeah. most most indicas, whenever they're marketed as indicas, tend to get a lot more punchy. That's not to say that there aren't, like, high-testing sativa strains. Yeah. But something about having a high THC percentage is really sedative. It's really... It makes your mind shut down, for lack of a better word, you know? Yeah. And if that's that's the fucking pilot cockpit, if they're turning off the lights of the pilot cockpit, the whole body is shutting down, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Not only that, but there's a bunch of cannabinoid receptors all over your body, in your stomach, in your feet, probably distributed pretty evenly throughout... Cannabis is touching that stuff regardless of whether or not you're feeling it. And your body has to deal with that, metabolize that. And you're going to feel slumped if you're making it like super unadulterated punch instead of like a nice, easy flow, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. That's my perspective. Those are the the tricks that I have. Smoke less. Smoke later. CBD. Microdose. Microdose. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, discipline is key. And, I mean, I really like, I'm, I was thinking about this as we were talking. I'm like, fuck. Sometimes I feel like for loving cannabis the way we do, are we coming on a little hard for, like, people who smoke a lot? Like, nah, why? I Like I said, to each their own, you know? I, yeah. I, I can only talk about how I smoke. I, I can't necessarily talk about everyone else. And, you know, there's people that smoke fucking maybe five, seven. Maybe Wiz does smoke through his seven backwards a day, you know. Maybe not backwards, but swishers. But at the end of the day, it's I can't judge people for how they use, like, weed. Yeah, and and I'm not trying to judge them. I just I think we're offering a more realistic perspective than what a lot of the other uh, yeah. Podcasts are a lot yo, of people. I'm, they're I'm, romanticizing weed. Yeah. Uh, yo, smoke as much as possible. You can be, you can do anything, and you can be high. And realistically, I don't think that that's true. I think that picking your spots, knowing that when it's, it's called recreational for a reason, you know, go have fun with it. But 
work and play are not always one-to-one, you know, yeah. and you shouldn't be doing them at the same time. So find your spots, enjoy that, thrive in it, but then move on and, and get some shit done, you know? That's that's my two cents. Yeah, yeah. And I think part. every stoner can be productive, you know? I you agree. just got to learn the tricks. I agree. If we're really going to try to break the stigma, we have to. Yo, we, we can no longer say, yo, I don't want to hear that, Max, that Mexican culture and talking about, yo, but now all you do is smoke weed and you just want to be at home having the munchies and shit. Yo, nah, yo, I got up. I went to the gym today. I did this. I did that. I'm working on my grind. And I smoke weed. And I smoke weed. That's the part. That part. Yeah, man. Yo, we're talking about fatherhood. Elijah's about to be the best dad whenever he's ready to be that, you know? There's nothing changing in life, but just the way you balance your life. That's real, bro. That's yeah. real. But thank you guys for listening, man. That was, that was, that dope. was dope. I, yeah. yeah. That was a really productive conversation. Very productive. <laughs> <laughs> this was Elijah, the digital butt tender. Your co-host, Mayor. And you've been rocking out to Outsmoking, the world's most potent podcast. Eight.